G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt, four-panel lineup tonight. Rob, Roberto Scari, the king of the Sydney Mounting Yard. Uh, Mark Roden, founder, operator, readybet.com.au. Download the app, gamble responsibly, but download the app and get involved. And Pistol Pete, Anthonist, or Hutcho, as I like to call him, who's in a phenomenal mood today, guys, so enjoy the show. Um, I'm not surprised he's in a great mood because, again, he tips your winners last week. I found Nugget, but it was a $3 chance. He found Riadini. Uh, full credit to your pistol. How are you feeling? And are you going to keep seeing this good? You happy little operator. Yeah, I mean, full credit to finding it, but that's a bit narrative, isn't it? Because then I kind of forgot that the whole thing was on, uh, waking up a little bit dusty last Saturday morning and then Rocky up at Ascot and then realizing about three minutes before the race, oh, that's right, Riadini's in this. What well, price you, is it? And you would have been able to watch it because they had to pull him out of the stall so he could whack the gong. Yeah, well, that was running late, wasn't it? Who who ended up hitting the gong? Was it was it someone who was vaguely famous? I didn't recognise him from uh, I think the it world's was biggest friend. I wasn't really. He looks he looks ordinary. Um, he's not he's not looking hey. Craig Foster good, is he? Hey, I I saw the poo in real life only two weeks ago. He's looking fantastic. He's who looks who, who's aging better, the poo or you? Me, I'm. I've got a bloody strain, strain lower back. I'm hobbling around like an old man. <laughs> well, really, so how many games did tennis you play this week? I, I think it's it's backing up that trip to Newcastle. Too much time on the body, sitting down on the train, and then I'm back, you know, and then I didn't do a proper warm up, and now I'm two weeks, almost two weeks, and I'm still still ginger as. Anyway, I reckon um, it's probably Gosh's paddock when you were trying to unleash and <laughs> uncork the genie from fifty five out all day. Yeah, maybe, maybe. All right, let's talk horses. Uh, <laughs> Mark Roden, what is ReadyBet uh, doing this week that you can talk about? Gamble responsibly, download the app. Uh, we are doing something every single day, generally on the 9 o'clock match, on the World Cup, everyone's favourite sporting tournament, the completely uh, smoothly run and totally uncontroversial <laughs> World Cup of football over in Qatar. Um, we've done a wonderful job hosting this incredible event so far. I'm sure everyone on the planet would agree. Um, but all that to one side, um, there is a lot of interest in it betting-wise, um, and we are doing something for one match every single day of the tournament at this stage anyway. Well, we can't talk about it exactly what they are, but they're No, but it's so good. Download though. the app, gamble responsibly. If you're part of the app, you'll be able to find out. Yeah, exactly. If you've got an account and then log in, you'll, I reckon you'll be impressed. The way it's going, surely you're not getting sick of it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, um, I'm interested as what it is now. You have to create an account, log in, gamble responsibly, but get involved. Uh, mailbag bloodstock this week, boys, 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 boys. Uh, I've put us into an enormous amount of debt again, which I apologize for, but that's what you've got to do in this game. And also, it's a phenomenally exciting weekend for us all. We have Exeter second up, Cranbourne race five. Big winning chance, juicy price, seven dollars plus. It was nine fifty. I don't know who knocked it off, but someone did. Um, Keats Group Three Saturday, the Eclipse Stakes uh, at Caulfield. Strategic position, Gold Coast Saturday, and potentially Atlantic Way backs up off his track record, class record there at Toowoomba over the eight seventy, which I think we could all almost complete maybe as a relay. Um, he. Backs up potentially on Saturday night. Now we have two phenomenal fillies. No, one phenomenal filly and one beautiful Dundee. Uh, a Zavabil filly um, purchased both of them a 
the Ready to Run sale last week in partnership with Gavin Jesus Bedgood, who's doing an absolutely phenomenal job with limited stock. He's improving everything we give him. We've gone and tried to source some proper horses for him to see what he can do with them. We're really excited about it. If you want to get involved with us, Jono, J-O-N-O, at themailbag.com.au. Uh, that's the bloodstock out of the way. Actually, quickly, which which horse do you think wins on Saturday or over the weekend for us, if you have to pick one? Rob. Uh, Keith suited at that Greyhound track, Caulfield. Um, get out, brave front runner, go your good thing. Mark Roden. Who's riding, Keith? Uh, Froggy knew it. We're never going to sack a winning rider. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been a fan of Pete since uh, I've seen him turn up in the uh, hallowed navy blue, white, and orange. Um, so I was looking for Pistol? One of the Queenslanders, surely. <laughs> they were both very good. Yeah, they were. I'm trying to work out which one, but you know, it's There's three. We've got four through. horses going the races, and three of them are last start winners. Good problem to have. Mm. I love Exeter as well. I think he'll moon around Cranbourne. And it's beautiful. The weather's finally come good here, Mark, don't you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Rose Hill Saturday. We're going to preview three races, not two, three. See if Pistol can find his three win instead of his usual two. Um, The rail is in the true. We anticipate a good four track on which to race upon. Um, What's the weather doing, Rob Scurry? Glorious. Uh, has been for a number of weeks. I'm wondering when they're going to start putting water on track. Um, it can't be too far away because uh, we had a good three yesterday. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to say it's going to be 25. I think it's a 20% chance of rain, but you know, I'd say up up and off, but that's Mark's territory. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, um, maybe not even necessarily up. It played, it's played really fairly in the true of late and probably even hard to lead. Um, very few leaders have won, but. Um, if the just traditionally, if the track gets really firm at Rose Hill, it can be on pace, uh, very on pace. But it's been playing fair. Last two meetings there were quite on pace, but they were in the three and six positions. But back in the true, I'm um, yeah, no preconception. I think um, I think it will be pretty fair. And of course, with this great run of weather um, Sydney's having, obviously corresponding with the time there's no Group One racing on. Um, yeah, the tracks have been playing pretty well. And a little bit of a freshen up for the good tracks, or well, not the good tracks, the, the metro tracks in Sydney with the, the Hunter and the Gong. Acho, yep. what is the puntingform.com.au, which are all powered by? We love punting form. If you're not using it, you should. Can't help you any more than that. Uh, what does the data telling you how this track might race, my man? Well, for the most part, I've just looked at the speed maps and just tried to pick the horses that look suited by what's going to unfold from that point of view. I just you know, don't go in with anything uh, too outrageous, but... As always, we get uh, half a dozen races to get our eye in. Race seven, the Mailbag Bloodstock Sand and Soil Cup 2000 metre event. Mark Roden, give us the readybet.com.au. Download the app, support Australian bookmakers and gamble responsibly. What's the market? Well, it's always a good race, the Elite Sand and Soil Cup, isn't it? Um, this is no exception. Um, Number two, new mandate, 9.50. Down to number five, Long Villers into 4.20. was uh, opened as much as six, I believe. Been best back by far so far. Down to number nine, I'm calling it Alcyone, the Greek pronunciation, but everyone else calls it Alcyone, 9.50. Why would you do that to me? (laughs) No, seriously. Why not? Um, 
I'm keeping both Splendipris and Rebel Rama a little under the market, $23.19 for those two. Steely, $3.90. Uh, we're a bit better than most there. Rondino, 14 and Pale King, 16 Rob, any horses here to catch your eye from a yard point of view? Uh, some pretty well exposed. I've seen a fair few of these guys. Um, Dr. Drill should improve off his run the other day. He had a little bit of, uh, you know, he looked about one short. Um, Criminal Code as well backed it at when it had no chance at Flemington. Um, so he's another one of mine I often find. But um, Pale King, I think we've been on him the last two starts. So he, he's, he, he's a bit of a line winder with uh, Ben Looker having a ride in town. There's been good money for Long Villiers. We're going to have a look at a replay now, which is the Five Diamonds, Long Villiers, New Mandate, and Rebel Rama, Mark Rodas. Yeah, I mean, this was obviously a stronger race than this. Um, the two, well, New Mandate and Long Villiers were having their first runs in Australia in this race. Uh, they've pretty well finished alongside each other, but as you can see on the tape here coming down the outside, that Long Villiers was the stronger lace. Um, however, they were both first up in the country that day. Uh, obviously, Long Villas is the one of the two you'd uh, pick out of that race, but I think the gap between them and the market's getting a bit thin now, to be honest. There was only 0.3 of the lengths between them, and they're, they're both second up. But uh, uh, market very strongly with Long Villas out of that race anyway. There's also nothing between them SP-wise there. Not a great deal, no. No, no. I think New Man, that might have even been a state. Or don't quote me on that and just a bit of homework here for you now, Roberto Scuzz. Uh, mm -hmm. I've noticed that uh, OTI Racing owns this horse and it's trained by Uncle Chris. So potentially he's loosened the rules. Uh, I might need you to get off. Dust off the phone, the, uh, see if he answers, and uh, we'll go from there, baby. Uh, Peter, any thoughts on Long Villiers? Uh, it, look, it does have tactical speed to a certain degree, but it's drawn wide for the Waller camp and similar to last time, I'm expecting they take it back towards the rear. And to be honest, I don't see a huge amount of speed here. It's a 2,000-metre race. Uh, Splendiferous has had three trials coming to this, but it is still first up. Pale King, Steely, our sign. Is that how we're our, our sign? I'm, I'm saying our sign, and I don't appreciate you guys making my job harder, which you all know I find incredibly difficult as it is. I'm saying Alcyon. And then only Rebel Rama drawn out wide, but I'm not sure they'll be going handlebars down from out wide on Rebel Rama. So I'm not sure there's a great deal of speed. So if Long Villas does go back towards the rear, I mean, it's going to have to circle a lot of them and run on particularly strong. And the market's already basically just gone from the viewpoint that, yes, it wasn't necessarily suited there first up, but how much is it improving second up in Australia? I'm more than happy to just look around it at that price, but it's not really a betting race for me um, outside of the Godolphin horse. It was just a weird run there at Flemington, I thought, last night. Let me night. just inter interrupt. We'll roll the, we'll, we will roll the replay yeah. of Alcyon here at Flemington, Peter. Take a So we baby. just have a look here. From the 400 to 200, he really does lose a bit of momentum, hits a flat spot in the run, actually around the ninth fastest quarter to two there in the race despite running the fastest six to four and two to the finish so he really picks it back up there over the last 200 and makes some good ground there late um i guess the issue is it goes from james mcdonald to glenn schofield but i'm not Dark sure Prince. glenn has to do more other than put the horse into the first four and just let him run around uh he's clearly the match fit horse if you like and i think the price is good enough to have something small on in a race that i don't have a great deal of interest in He's also coming through the five diamonds, Mark Roden. Uh, oh, uh, yes. The was prelude. The, the prelude. The prelude, yeah, which was won also by Ellsberg. 
Yeah, so he has, he has a slight SP edge out of that race versus Rebel Rama. Uh, and and yes, that's race Rebel Rama ran second in or failing in the the big one. Righto, Mark, take us through your top five, baby. What have I? Yeah, well, I put Rebel Rama on top. I, I, I struggled with this race. I really did. I, I question, I've got a question mark on Steely running two thousand. Although it's going to get a really soft run, it might get away with it, and it's certainly in good form. But and got my weight, but two thousand. No, I don't know. I think it just might be far enough. Long Villas wanted to find um, outside barrier, 2,000 metres start. I mean, unless something really clever is done and it's got the right man on top to do it in the first 100 metres, it could be in a really bad spot. So I can't back it at 420 either. Um, I think Alcione's got a chance. Alcione has got a chance. Sorry. Um, I think New Mandate is a question maker. Uh, there's an upside, obviously, second up. Uh, I've come back to Rebel Rama just at the price. It'd be a very small bet. Great run behind Ellsberg, first up at 1,500. 2,000 is probably her best trip. She goes well at Rose Hill. I think she goes forward from 14. And as Pete said, I thought Splendipurus was the only genuine leader in the race, and its first up was, uh, as Pete pointed out. So it could end up outside lead, and they're not going that hard. So at $19, look, the, the two imports finished lengths in front of it in the um, five diamonds, but she's just failed second up there. Oh, that's what I'm putting that down to. So she finds her back best. Can run well, but nineteen dollars. But as you can probably tell by the tone of my comments, I'm not overly confident at all. They look like West Australian silk to me on Rebel Rama, but she's never raced there either. Run us through your top five. Uh, our signee on top for me from Long Villas, Steely, Pale King, and the Frontman. They're all mostly horses that are going to settle on speed or thereabouts, with the exception of Long Villas, who is well enough found and I think is a touch too short. So small bet, Alcyon or Alcyne or however we're pronouncing. I'm sorry I said that now. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> you will be by the end of it. And here's my top five. I've got Alcione on top. Shout out Maddie Hill. I trust her. You pronounce words. Uh, Long Villiers in for second. I, I I agree. Like It's a horse you sort of want to find, but they've just not let you with the price. It's too yeah. short. Um, Splendiferous, I think, will run a race at a big price. Same Rondino and Rondino. Um, not sure about that one. Anyway, and I think Pale King, like Pistol said, is a bit of a map horse here that's going to, it's going to be there or thereabouts, annoying him and could hang on for a placing. But, yeah, I've got the two leaders, I think, and uh, I think the best horse is Alcione, the best bet in the race. The next race, guys, the Festival Stakes. Almost sent Keats here. We didn't. 1,500 metres. Readybet.com.au. Download the app. Gamble responsibly. Mark Roden. Show us your market and tell us what you're taking on and what are you cuddling. Go week. I think we're close to best number one, Sunshine Rising, a nine-year-old who hasn't run for a year or more. Year or more, it's seven hundred days almost. Okay, six hundred and seventy well, days. Like this thing last ran in Hong Kong, and they didn't even know what COVID was. Yeah, and uh, well, six hundred and seventy days is certainly more than a year. So I wasn't completely wrong there. Um, <laughs> closer to two, but yeah, first nine-year-old, for nearly two years at six dollars fifty. They are taking no risks there. Uh, it's shorter elsewhere, too, than 650. So, do what you want with that. Uh, Kerwin's Lane, $11. We're a touch shorter. Dan DeForce, Skyman, also a little bit under at eight. Mirror Vision, six. Cold Crash, we're joint top, I think, at seven. Same story with number 10, Kiss Sum, who will probably be last in the run, I suspect. He's $7.50. Cisco Bay, who is in incredible form, is double figure odds in some uh, spots, but we're uh, only nine. And down the bottom, we've got Tazran, 17. And Lock Eagle, 16. Rob, a lot of ponies we sort of know a little bit about here. Which ones take your eye? Which ones have you got a bit of a profile uh, on? 
I've got a profile on a few of these. Um, Red shirt, by the way. I just saw it. Yes, yeah, yeah. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, mirror, mirror vision. I was on last cut when I got knocked off by by the old 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 girlfriend. Name eludes me. Um, in the uh, Mayor's race over Ice on bath. Ice bath knocked me off. I was on mirror vision, but she will improve onto a drier surface. Very, one of my favourite horses of the last twelve months is number twelve. Jojo is a man. I, as much as I love him, I, I couldn't have him at Newcastle. He didn't look nearly ready, so I, I swerved him that day. I'm expecting him to improve. Fifteen hundred about the right trip. Track might be a bit hard. And the other one I'm half interested in is this uh, Dajran. I saw that when it won at Warwick Farm first start um, in Australia, and yeah, I think I think it, it's it's you know something that can improve. We're on Cisco Bay last start when it just got nutted. Obviously, the horse is going very well. This is Cisco Bay's replay in the big dance. Oh, sit me through it again. The big dance. <laughs> it's awful. Um, looked like it was going to get there. Doesn't. Um, but, yeah, this horse is going really well and, you know, he seems to be very well weighted here for some reason. Oh, for, for me. Mark, what did you like about this replay? Oh, well, this in the start before, he's just running through brick walls. This horse, he, I, I thought he was almost too good to be true the start before this. He was well, he went up double figures and was well supported this day. He's been beaten a, a as a ratings man. He had like an outlier, and yeah, now he's, yeah, so, now he's sort of started to sustain that number. And you're becoming a believer, yeah. Well, you can go one or two ways though, because you know, some quite often there's the, the peak and they come off. Sometimes I can hold it for two, holding it for three is uh, harder again. Uh, so he could be ready to come off, but just as a, at the price we're getting, I'm going to have to have something on him. Rustic Steel came out off that and failed. Uh, next start. In the um, gong. Time on. In the gong. So there is the chance that uh, old Cisco Bay does the same. But just for the form he's in, the price you're getting. Look, he, maybe he comes off and he runs 10th. That was a $2 million race last start, clearly the target. But um, it's all about price, isn't it? You know, you're getting, you're getting $11 in places, about horses in form like this. It's uh, just... Doesn't have to be a big bet, but it's an easy bet to have. Price is interesting here with the next replay, Peter. Mirror Vision in the Empire Rose. Huge SP. A huge, huge performance in a grouse race, which has so far stood up as a former. Yeah, three wide, no cover throughout. And look, the horse itself, that was probably slightly better going on the day, but still have to respect the fact that the horse, given the SP, was, was able to find the line. And to uh, quote, use one of your phrases, Dickens, it is an easy bet to have seemingly in this race because, again, there doesn't seem to be a whole heap of speed. You've got Cold Crusher up front, Mirror Vision's drawn outside. It probably just ghosts along with it. Irwin's Lane and maybe Dajran, and that's about it. It looks like a whole heap of backmarkers and horses, they'll just find their spots early in runs. So, yeah, for the most part, I'm looking again at horses sitting on speed, and Mirror Vision certainly should be one of those. What I liked about that replay, too, it was half pulling away from him on the line, and if Ice Bath doesn't get the run at the gas, like it, it wins by length, sort of pulling away. Yep. And I think that's a proper race. A tissue came out and ran a huge figure in the Ballarat Cup. Um, yeah, I think it's a very, very hard horse to knock. And yeah, an easy bet to have. Mark Rowe and run us through your top five, big man. Yeah, as mentioned earlier, at the price, Cisco Bay. Um, Skyman, um, in the market, not great first up at Newcastle, but I assume fit a better suited at this trip to McDonald Sticks, I think, with a chance. Uh, Kerwin's Lane, just pretty solid sort of customer, isn't he? He's got uh, nothing flash or outstanding about him, but he uh, puts himself in races and he holds his form once he finds it. Generally, I like straight. him. Do you think he drifts from 11? I'm uh, surprised if you sort of get $15 and you've got a real decision to make. Yeah, I yeah, I agree with that. I don't think he'll be like 11 in the way or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, I'd be surprised if that happened. Uh, but look, yeah, genu- genuine each way chance in the race. 
Bit of gold ball oh, form here with Cole Crusher. Um, and I, Newcastle. Sorry, he, he no, won at Newcastle as well. After after winning the, the Goulburn something. He yeah. ran second in Goulburn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he dominated. He sort of got a fairly easy time in front at Newcastle, but he was dominant at about $17. Uh, 1,500 is the unknown quantity for him. He's not one at the 54. Um, but he will get a nice run on the speed and a mirror vision for the reasons mentioned has to be given a chance as well. Pistol, Pete, Hacho, how are you handling this race? Mirror Vision and Cisco Bay top two for me uh, would probably end up backing both Kerwin Slane in the third, Cold Crusher as the nominal leader. And look, I thought Divine Magic, although it was visually plain, still managed to run some pretty decent final splits there off a very, very slow tempo. Maps pretty well here, I would have thought, as long as they're half positive. So uh, might be one at a bigger price that can improve. And first go for Annabelle on Saturday. If that My top five punters. Is Mirror Vision on top? Really keen on this. I think it's one of the better bets on the day. Uh, Kerwin's Lane in there as well. Uh, Sunshine Rising and Great Up. Yes. No, it's not. It? I, I was on the radio this morning and two Sydney guys were Dutch riding each other about how good at trial. So it's grabbed me right, right up. Right. With the trial, it took ground off Purple Sector. You know, okay, that's, that's nothing wrong with it. But that's why I come here and I listen to you. So I probably demoted a little bit. Um, I like Cisco Bay a lot. I think maybe readybet.com.au should responsibly and if legally allowed to have some sort of uh, box trough vector on for charity or something with Mirror Vision, Kerwin's Lane and Cisco Bay because we're aligned there. I think we can do that. And Lock Eagle, I thought, um, interesting to see what Scuzz says, but there's a bit of hype around this horse. I thought if you go back a couple, he's a decent horse and, and suited a little bit with a sneaky map here from five. He could sort of get run a race, I thought. Yeah, did he win in unbelievable fashion first up at Canterbury? Canterbury, mm-hmm. wide, hooned home. Yeah, yeah they, ne- they never win like that. So uh, he seems to be disappointing since. Um, he paraded better that day than he has. Um, maybe a bit of a yard watch. I think he's got some ability. Might be suited on a softer track, though. Okay, we're bringing home with race nine. The Starlight Stakes over 1,100 metres. Uh, Mark Roden, readybet.com.au, download the app and gamble responsibly. Always gamble responsibly, but download the app as well. Uh, take us through market. Yeah, there's a couple here who dodged the Wara last week for this, um, including number one, Bruckner, who you boys were tipping. Uh, he's going in this week at $9. He's out. I'm told, he's, I'm, I'm told he's in Melbourne. Uh, Christ. Okay, well, uh, this well mark, Josh said he's in Melbourne, so that probably means he's in Sydney, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's. Yeah, if there's one man who will spear you the wrong way out of that camp, uh, that's him. Send that to you. Yeah. <laughs> Hyphenator. All right. Well, I, yeah, I did decide about an hour ago. He was still a net at $9, but okay, we'll forget about him. Three Enchanted Heart at 12. Four One Diva, 12. Five Kalos, 10. Six Najmati, 7. Seven Sky Command, 14. Eight Dragonstone, 650. Down to 10 Fox Fighter, 750. 11 Mosaic. Mr. Mosaic, also 750. I'm a touch unders the Blue Horse Zephyrus at 19 and number 13 Sneaky Page is 12. First horse we're going to look at is Fox Fighter, who attacks the line last start. And Pistol, this got you a little bit horned up. Yeah, I've just been really impressed with the way that the horse is clocking sectionals and has a figure over the 1200 at Rose Hill. So the 1100 is not too much of a concern. I think the map's pretty reasonable here as well. There looks to be enough speed up front for the horses to be sitting midfield or so to get their chance here. So I thought the Fox Fighter. 
that was probably the way I'd be leaning because the price was still acceptable there around, what, uh, what was it, $7 plus or so. I just really like the final stages there over the last 50 to 100. I'd imagine your confidence would almost triple if the track was sort of favouring him getting off the fence and getting on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Rob Scurry, horses in this race that sort of... Oh, well, yeah, Fox... That, yeah. Which horses here have been speaking to you? Oh, there's, there's a few. Um, you know, old Nash Money, I helped unload her on her as a two-year-old in the championships. Went yeah, this is one of the times, like you were trying to get me the permission to, to send units from Sydney Yard Caulfield, I reckon this might have been the first one, was it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. N- Nash Marty, then there was the Malkovich incident as well. Um, we've <laughs> <laughs> been hacked. Uh, we've got five units on Malkovich, it all works out. Um, Mr. Mosaic, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Mosaic, um, he's, he's, a, he's a flashy, strong sprint type, he's a brave front man. I like him. Um, the other one, um, is Angela Davis. If they can run on this through the cracks, there's got to be yeah. some chance, just like Dragonstone. Uh, I can't have Sky Command. I think it's a Weddy. Um, and yeah, Sneaky Page has been good to me as well, but seems to be good speed here, Mark Roden. Uh, yeah, I think there is, uh, should give the, um, runners on their chance. Um, and. Which which one of each one of the key runners that's going to lead this race, Mark Rowe and Sky Command will roll the replay now of its performance on uh, Melbourne Cup Day at Ringwood. Like big dance day, yeah. Now this um, Rob's right; she's probably better on wet. Better on wet, yeah. But this was a very firm track on Cup Day uh, at a very fast pace. She couldn't lead; she often likes to lead, but she, uh, you know, Melkovich, you can't. Uh, can't leave him. And she, I thought she stuck to her guns in the last 100 years. She, she was okay facing a fast pace and sticking on uh, on a dry I thought she was great. I think she's got a chance, you know, on dry ground. Yeah, I mean, her best run this prep was on that stupid heavy 15 with a hot rail vice at Randwick that day. Um, but, uh, yeah, that run on the firm ground just made me think she would be some sort of chance. Take us through your top five, Mark. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going, going wide Oh, big boy. Yeah. Liked its first up win at the Valley, and I think it just slots in two or three pairs back with a trail off the good speed here. It's got no weight. T. Clark hopping on. Interesting. Uh, and it's 20 to 1 plus in places. Um, just because I'm, I was struggling to get, well, it's a wide betting race anyway. I was just struggling to come up with one to back at the, the top of the market. Uh, good old Najmati, yes, Robert um, Force brings that up. That horrible day in the championships, he wasn't the only one to um, go down on a screaming head that day. She was quite awful. But she has, on her day, she's shown a tremendous turn of foot and should be suited here. Um, one really good run up in Brisbane. Uh, yeah, she's very hit and miss, but at her best can certainly win. Fox Fighter, um, great last start. Is, is up in class here. Dan and Wait Pete, that's obviously why you like it. Big weight drop. That's the first thing you oh, would have looked at. Huge weights, man. Um, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing you would have looked at. Calculator, abacus yeah. stuff. <laughs> that's how uh, we do it at the mailbag. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, 1,200 back to 1,100 was a slight query for me. Pete's not right about that. May well be right. Um, tell us, I was tipping last week. I'm scratched. It's a chance again. Um, that was about right for me. And Sky Commander, as we touched on. Pistol, take me through your top five, please. Yeah, made the case for Fox Fighter uh, second. Put in Mr. Mosaic, just an uh, on speed type and has a really good first up profile. Brookner, well, may or may not run, but uh, still thought the, the trial and the setup was 
basically for a horse that was looking for a first-up assignment. Zephyrus, as Mark alluded to, just gets into a right spot at a big price. And Dragonstone, with a decent closer, but always needs a bit of luck, but was very good there last start. But it is the first start at Rose Hill for him. My top five is a roughie too. I think Sky Command was really good that day. I think Malkovich will be a very, very short price here. Um, uh, I'm not that worried about the – I wasn't worried about the good ground. Rob's grayed me up big time. Um, I don't need any help with that, but I'm grayer now. I thought Dragonstone was the best of the closers. I liked um, Pistols on topper as well, but I just thought the map, Rose Hill, tricky. Kalos is just like there or thereabouts in every race it's ever going to run in. You can make a case for or against it, whichever way you want, once we sort of decide our positions and dig through the data to justify our opinions. Uh, Mr. Mosaic, agree with Pistol, and I thought Surreal Step was a huge price and can run a race here. Righto, best bets for the whole day. Mark Roden, Cisco Bay in race eight. Best bet, $9. You big well, boy. Best bet, you know, it's it's half best, half value, but I've actually got it on top in my market and it's 10 to you 1. knocked over a couple of seltzers, I reckon, before you. That's flary stuff. I like it a uh, lot. I'm going to, look, as I said, it might run 10s, but I'm going to be on it. I have to be on it. Pistol and I align in race eight, our best, another five, Mirror Vision and Roberto. Roberto's Scar's dog, race six, the one, dream runner. Tell us why you love it. We were on it last start. He knocked the rail over to get it home. It's been one of mine for a while. I think it's suited in the weight scale of the race. There seems looks a very compressed weight scale, and he should have a couple more. You know, Not that I'm a weights man, but I think he's well in there. Okay. What do you think, Mark? Is he well in? Or am I uh, no, you're right. Yes, he, he does look quite nicely placed in this. Doesn't do form now. We're all talking about weight. What a show this has been. And our value bets on the card today, guys. Uh, Mark Roden, race nine, as he spoke about, the 12 Zethus pistol with Alcyone. I love that bet too. And I'm with race nine, number seven, Sky Command. Boys, most enjoyable show I've ever done, honest to God. Uh, please, guys, if you're watching at home and you want to support the content, download the readybet.com.au app today and gamble responsibly. And if you want to race, Fast horses with us and Gavin, Jesus, Bedgood, Jono at themailbag.com.au, two-year-old Savabil filly that we know gallops, we know is sound, picks all the boxes, and a two-year-old done deal that was a top 20 breeze up at the sale. I hope you have a phenomenal weekend. Pistol, I love you. I love you. Rob's good to see your face. I love you, Rob. <laughs> Mark Roden, beautiful man. You look the youngest somehow. It makes me sick, but I still love you too. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye for now.